So I want to do a drum roll for this. Welcome back to We Watch Things. Things. (laughs) (laughs) We watch things. We watch things. Jared's been doing We Watch Reality. A heavy dose of it. Yeah. It's well, Drag Race has been crazy. I'm sure. I mean, is it ever not crazy? No, it's not. But it's funny because I think that the outside drama is actually more interesting than, than what's going on the show. Like, the show is only so good this season because there's a lot of outside drama going on on Twitter and social media. That's It surprised me when I was talking to you and you were telling me the way that people figure out like, who's going to be on the show? Who got eliminated based on, like, their performing schedule? Oh, the Nancy Drews. That's the Nancy I, Drews, That's yes. what I call them, the Nancy, the Nancy Drews. Drews. They're amazing. <laughs> I love them. Sometimes I'm a part, I'm, I am one, but, never, like, I just don't um, go there quick. I don't go on Twitter enough to, like, or, like, on social media. Right. No, in that sense, people, to look for, like, performers. They're focused. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it's almost like a network on Reddit. Yeah. Because what they, because, well, like, when... At first, when you're first on Drag Race, like, you're a local queen that really no one's heard of, like, unless they're in your city, yeah. and you're, like, a top performer in your city, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, we're in California, and if there's, like, a really cool queen from New York, I'm not going to hear about her because I'm not necessarily going to be going to her shows or, right. like, looking out for her. So, it's funny, so, like, local queens that just disappear for a mysterious month or so, uh-huh. that's when they're like, hey, my queen I've been watching... Just change her whole schedule. And then, like, so they, like, piece it together. And, like, if they can get enough queens that are missing at the same time, that's where they'll be like, okay, filming dates. They'll, like, try to guess the filming dates. They're like, we fit without, like, World of Wonder releasing information. So it's really funny. It's a fun group to be a part of and to watch it unfold. Yeah, well, it reminds me of, like, web sleuths or, like, those people that solve crimes online. I've never, wait, I've never heard. Yeah, like, people have solved crimes a little, like, I mean, I can't think of an example, but there are, like, online detectives. Mm. That will get a hold of like old cold case files or something. Cute, very cute. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> cute. It's, yeah. it's like if they do, like because it's like if you're not mobile. <laughs> True. You can just go online. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, Jared. Yeah. This week was your pick. Oh wait. <laughs> we gotta stop. You're. Gosh, I'm ahead of myself. We'll get there. Yeah. We're on episode five. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. What have you been watching this week? Oof, I've been watching a lot of good stuff. My um, my, my eyes have been really glued to the screen. Um, I just wanted to, like, really quick before I answer, I want to circle mm-hmm. back. I had finished Marvel's Runaways. Did I talk about that yet? You, I think you talked about the show. You didn't talk about finishing it. You, oh, okay. you know what? You talked about it when you were looking forward to it. Oh, okay. You've already finished it? I've already finished okay. it. It came out, like, beginning, actually, it came out at the end of the year, which was surprising. I thought oh. they were going to wait until, like, the beginning of the year. But I was um, on vacation at home, so it was good to, like, go to bed with it. And it was good. It did meet some expectations. Questions got answered. But um, I still think we, like, moved a little bit slow. But, I mean, I'm ready for a season three. I'm still going to watch it. Did they run away? Um, They did. They finally ran away. They ran away. And they found a new home. It's really cool. They actually, um, in the comics, they find this giant mansion that's, Mm -hmm. like, buried, like, Somewhere near Griffith Observatory, like oh okay. yeah, it's like like a it like must have like gotten there by like an earthquake or something, and like the land has grown yeah. over it. So they find shelter there, which okay. is weird because it's like it's a mansion because like these are all rich kids. Yeah, they're like from Brentwood, and even while they're homeless, they they're still so... find a mansion to live. Oh yeah, in. they can't be real LA homeless because then Mm-mm. they'd be like the guy on our corner living out of the back of the flat screen TV. Yeah. Or the giant, oh, we have a guy on our corner that has one of those old, like, 
first generation flat screen TVs that's in like the big box and he was like sitting in an Adirondack chair behind it one night and then the next morning it had fallen over and now there's just a bunch of glass in the road. Yeah, I finally saw it today. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's the TV that's that Karen keeps talking about. I was talking about his home. He lost it. Yeah, so um, so that was good. I, I got to look forward to it. I got to see it and I got to enjoy it. Okay. But my newest and latest obsession is Sex Education, a Netflix original series that just came onto the scene. I don't know if it's like a Netflix Netflix original. Like, I think I, it is, right? Well, like, it's a British TV show. And like, I kind of think it was like, it ha- wasn't brought... Like, I'm not saying that, like, it's not Netflix, not Netflix original, but, like, do I think that, like, they had the idea and the concept, you know, that they came up with everything? Or, like, this is, like, a British TV show that they're just bringing over? And Well, says, I think it says Netflix original, right? Oh, no, British web television series. Wait a minute. Network Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original. Okay. Well, I was just, like, surprised, but I guess, like, they can have, like, yeah. they might not just do, like, American production. I mean, that makes no, sense. No, they have, like, that German one that we were watching. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's a um, British show, um, and they all have, like, beautiful accents and everything. It's the best part about watching British TV oh, yeah. is just listening to their accents. But it's literally, like, my favorite thing. It's teenagers in high school exploring their sexuality. So there's a lot of angst. Sure, it's There's a tea. lot of sex. <laughs> There's a hell lot of drama. And it's a really interesting take on this genre, though, because our main character is a virgin whose mother is a sex therapist. And he has, like, kind of, like, tried to, you know, push, like, distance himself from that because his mom, they call her a cougar in the series, but I wouldn't call her that. She's just a woman that can't get a man. That doesn't want a man, doesn't need a man. But, like, she has, like, a string of men. That's like, a cougar. Like, she's a... Right, but a she's, like, not, she's like... She's not in her 20s She's anymore. not looking for... But she's, she's not, not looking for a husband. She literally, like... Oh, okay, she's, okay. like, a hump and dump girl. <laughs> I love it. And okay. the guys, like, don't get it. And it's, like, really funny to see her, like, That's okay, I think funny. it's time for you to go. You know? Yeah, yeah. But she's an intellect. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that kind of, like, um, Miranda Priestly, but, like, oh. not as, like cold and evil but like kind of like that's like the air I get with her and so he like and there's like some real I'm not gonna spoil it because I enjoy learning this backstory of our main character there's like the reason why he's a virgin is very like oh sad and it like just like makes a lot of sense and they kind of show you in a cool way like his backstory um but he um, then becomes this sex therapist at school unknowingly. He kind of falls into it. And that's kind of what we follow is like him. We have like, the, I like it because the series has like kind of like a monster, not a monster of the week, but there's like, it's like a, oh, okay. it's like a proceed. Is that what is procedural? Yeah. yeah it's like a procedural like a where like we kind of have like a new story. client every week that we're okay. working on. But then we have like our giant A, B, and C story arcs gotcha. throughout the season. Okay. So like it's like jam packed. So like each episode, like each episode is just so interesting and fun to watch and it goes by really fast, which is okay. a little stinker. But yeah. I haven't finished it yet. So I'm looking forward to that. But it's like a great, great show. I think it's a lot Good. of fun. It's almost like the skins meets um not the skins, it's skins, which is another mm-hmm. British show. Meets, um, what did I say earlier? I had like told someone earlier about this. It's like another show, another British show, but whatever. 
So, and yeah. It, yeah, I'll think of it. But nice. it's like it's like that, and it's like it's just like a lot of fun, and you learn about sex, like stuff you didn't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, I'm a guy, so like, I mean, like, he gotcha. like cause they go like do a little test on like the female anatomy, and I was okay. like, oh yeah, that's where the fallopian tubes are. I forgot. Good refresher. <laughs> Yeah. I don't spend much time with That's them. That's so, so, <laughs> so I tend to forget. So I, I probably couldn't really point to my fallopian <laughs> tubes either. They're somewhere. Yeah, so that's like the main one I've been like watching. There's okay. like some more, but I'm going to pass it over to you, girl. Well, I've been watching a British show too. Rewatching, technically. I've watched it once already, but it's Killing Eve. Mm. And it uh, showed up on Hulu now. I watched it on like BBC Online before. Okay. But now it's on Hulu, so it's super easy to watch. Nice. And I love it. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I walked in on you watching it, and I will I'll keep me there for 10, 15 minutes. And, yeah, you just and I I noticed you like, stopped eating. And I was like, oh. And then I moved it. to the couch, and I'm like, Carolyn, who's this? Carolyn, <laughs> yeah. who's that? <laughs> yeah. But no, Killing Eve is amazing, and it's about this. It's Sandra O oh, who just won the award for it. Yay, snaps for Sam. And she's trying to hunt down this female assassin who's really good at her job. And just, it's like a really like cool show. And the way they do it is very unique and modern. And the soundtrack is amazing. And yeah, I love it. Highly recommend it. I'll have to put it on my list. I know, I want to watch it now. Yeah, you should. I think you'd really, really like it. Yeah, and now it's on Hulu, so I don't really have an excuse. Nobody has an excuse. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Neither For not. either of our shows. Okay, so this was your recommendation. Yes, it was. And now we like kind of hyped it up last week. <laughs> you did. I've never seen it. so. But I enjoyed it. I did, yeah. Surprisingly. Um, I'm glad you did. Yes, Pain and Gain. Like, I mean, there's a... It's really weird, because like... I have this on DVD, and that's, like, yeah. when Carolyn and I were, I was, like, looking for a pick, and I, like, grabbed it, and I was, like, LOL, I'm gonna, like, make her watch this. <laughs> Which I didn't realize going into it was a Michael Bay movie, and then I was sitting there, and I was, like, these people are really orange and really sweaty. Mm-hmm. I was, like, Jared, this is Michael Bay, isn't it? And, and was, I was, like, like mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah girl. <laughs> but I think all of his Michael Bay stuff really worked well for this movie and this mm-hmm. story. Yeah. There was like some there was some interesting um responses um after this movie came out about it, which we'll get into later. Okay. But yeah, Pain and Gain was released in 2013. It's an American dark comedy crime film. Again, love these sub sub drama genres. Sub sub genres. I love them. Um, it's directed by Michael Bay, as we said, starring Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson, and Anthony Mackie. I'm sorry, who's Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne The Rock Woo! Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looked so good in this movie. He really oh did. my gosh. Like, I wanted to like lay on his packs. Like they looked like pillows. Yeah, yeah. They were so nice. Mm-hmm. Um this film is loosely based on loosely is an understatement. Ooh, yeah. I'm not even going to let loose. Wikipedia slide with that one. <laughs> um loosely based on the story Pete Collins published in 1999 series of Miami New York Times articles and compiled into a book Pain and Gain This is a True Story, which details the kidnapping, extortion, torture, 
murder of several victims by an organized group of criminals comprising bodybuilders affiliated with the sun gem this film title is a play on the con- yes it's a play on words guys you got it is it is it <laughs> yeah so like that's a lot for the opening but I'm glad that they got the recognition of organized crime. I mean, like, I guess I always just think of, like, mafias. I guess like, they, te- I mean, they weren't that organized, mm-mm. but they tried. <laughs> they were not, no. They were the dumbest smart people, or the smartest dumb people I've ever no, seen. No, you're right, dumb. Well, I don't know the which way, smart. which should go first. You really don't, because it's, like, it's very interesting, because, like, these characters were, like, like Mark Wahlberg's character... What was his name? Uh, Dan. I want to say Danny Lugo. Daniel Lugo, yeah. So Danny, yeah. Like Mark Wahlberg as Danny, he was just like he had such a great um, focus for his goals. Yeah. And like he was able to just like get what he wanted, and nothing could stop him. And he knew enough of like street smarts. I would say there's like a yeah. for lack of a better term, but he was very charismatic. He just had a lot of like people skills, mm-hmm. which I mean, I agree with, don't necessarily get rewarded in this kind of society or it's like hard. See, I feel like they definitely do. I feel like you can't really move ahead unless you're good with people or somebody that other people want to work with. Right, but like if you don't have any like other skills to like back that up. Oh, if people skills are your only skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah, I see your point. Yeah, because, like, I mean, he could, didn't go to school. He didn't he go to college. can't be a professional or... friend. No, I wish. I would be You'd the be greatest <laughs> professional friend. We could hang out all day, and we I'll could, do whatever you want. We could just do podcasts all day. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> just pay me and give me food and shelter. I'll live with you. <laughs> you do live with me. <laughs> but you pay your way. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean... Like Carolyn said, it's a bunch of sweaty. It's Michael Bates, very They're orange, very sweaty. Orange and blue. Very, very sweaty. And I think, I mean, part of it was the bodybuilding, but part of it was because they spent most of the movie really stressed out mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. they were their plan was just not working. So they were also just sweating buckets because they were so stressed out. And then yeah. they would be like, I need to get a pump on. And then they would start. <laughs> that was like my favorite. I, like, I just got a pump. I just got a pump. <laughs> Boom. Boom. I was like, okay, get sweatier. That's fine. I don't yeah. have to smell you. None of their plans really seemed... To, none of their plan A's really no. seemed to work out. They almost pulled it off eventually. I yeah. mean, actually, they did pull it off. Yeah, they did. For a little bit. Mm-hmm. But dumb mistakes that they made in the stressful situations that got them yeah. because people were being dumb or whatnot like got them yeah. to get caught later. Um, I... When we open up, it's like Taste Flakes in Miami, and I love, love, love Miami as a setting. Like, I, I think Miami <laughs> works really, works really good for Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like the Transformers movies, I get, it's sensory overload, I get very confused, but like with the ocean there and everything being a little more open, it helps it, the look of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. And it's easy to justify women in bikinis. Yeah, sure. You know what? Well, okay, because while we were watching it, I was like, do I have to look at like another poor woman in her bikini and just look at her butt? Like, there's a lot of just look at the half naked women. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? But there's also an equal, if not more, amount of half naked men in this movie. So. 
And it's a lot of half-naked men I want to see. Yeah, it really is. And they take their shirts off for no reason a lot. To get a pump. To get a pump. (laughs) Just to get a pump. So. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Bay gets to slide with me a little bit for Mm -hmm. that. Good. Yeah, um, one of the... And I love how like he also had Scooby Dooby Scooby. Oh my god, Scooby, the Scooby Doo seats were my Scooby-Doo favorite seat. part. <laughs> I was like, they and suddenly they suddenly popped up. Yeah, and they didn't let it go either. They no. like made a callback to it, which was really good. Um, but I also like one of the, <clears throat> another reason why I love this movie so much is because like just like the theme, or I guess like me- like to me one of the messages of the film is like, you know, when Danny's just like, I believe in fitness. Like, and like, that's all you need. And because he was talking about his American dream, he was just like, I can do it because I love fitness. He's a hard worker because of how he dedicates himself to his body, even though they're all on steroids. So like, you're all cheating. But yeah. Yeah. As long as you have that one dream, that one goal, you can do anything and you Mm -hmm. deserve everything. And he deserves it. Yeah. That was like a really cool character study of just like, what these what you would do mm-hmm. just because you be, you know yeah you be, it was like a cool study of the american dream and the way these guys felt entitled to it and they they called back on it a lot there were a lot of like visual motifs that called into like the flag and being a patriot and everything and then even tony did Salute's you see anything like specific i saw the flag show up a lot oh okay yeah so that i think that was the the main thing I saw. I can't think of a specific example, but I think they even say the word patriot a few times. And then Tony Shalhoub actually has a speech to Danny about how he feels entitled to the American dream. Um, but really, he's not. Because he says something about, like, you think I came over to this country to, like, and I'm stealing your American dream. But no, he actually did the American dream the way you're supposed to through hard work. And mm-hmm. Danny's the one trying to cheat it just because he thinks... Well, it's mine because I was born here or something. Right. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And I I think it also goes into, I mean, they were able to pull it off, but um, Danny, well, he, he doesn't pull it off um, with, what the? Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie, yeah. I don't know his name in the movie. Um, I know it was hard. I always like, why do I always forget? I'll like, I can watch a whole movie and I'll hear the characters' names, but like after it's over, I like. I remembered Marky Marks. I remember Daniel Lugo. I remember Pepe. That's what they call Tony Shalhoub. Victor Pepe Kershaw. Ooh, yeah. Because they say it a lot. I don't know The Rock's name. Other than El Dad. El Dad, (laughs) yeah. Oh, El Dad. El Dad's here. It's El Dad. (laughs) But um, a line that Mark or Danny says in the movie is like, the only thing harder than changing yourself is changing how people see you. And that really stuck out to me. Yeah. Because even, like, the American dream can even be separated in the sense of, like, people who did work their way up and people who just, like, receive it. Mm -hmm. Like, that their parents did the American dream, so they inherit it. And then that kind of starts a separation between those two tiers of people. So, like, you can be rich Mm -hmm. and you can have success, but... If you weren't born into it, that can even, that gives you like a stink. Like, you know. What, if you were the one who made the money or if you were the one who just was given the money? If you were given the money, you have your nose raised to the people who made their money. Does like that make sense? Like they think they're better than the people that yes. made the money? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it's like the the Nouvelle Riche or whatever they used to call 
they had like the new rich like the new money was mm. what was not good and it was like the money that was passed down through generations like through aristocracy they were like the good ones and then a bunch of us weirdo americans were like we're gonna make our money and they were like ew yeah, yeah. <laughs> ew <laughs> what <laughs> yeah and so jokes on you mm-hmm ha. i don't have any money <laughs> yet 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 being an operative word um but yeah, so it was it was really fun to see like the American dream in a different point of view, kind of seeing that like what you've been told is mm-hmm. like, villainized, like that yeah. like if you're able to take it, just take it. He has too much. Right. Like, but really like he earned it. He did. He's like, just an asshole. He is an asshole. He to- Oh my god, he totally is. But but then okay, but that brings up a question like does he still deserve his money, even though he's an asshole? Because I think he does, because he yeah. made it. Yeah, if he made it. But Danny seems to think, like, no, he doesn't deserve it. Right, because Danny says that he would use it to a better good and, like, help change. Yeah, he bought a lawnmower. And lawn a dog. Basketball. Lawn, lawn dog. Lawn <laughs> dog. He didn't use that money for good. But he started, you could say that he started taking the children under his wing. Even That's though true. it was, he took them like. on a sunset cruise on the fancy boat. Yeah, taught them basketball, taught them how to pick up chicks. Uh, he, like, punched them while he was teaching them basketball. He was yeah. terrible to them. He mm-hmm. scarred those children. They would have been better off without him. Well, remember when um, The Rock walks in with the the Russian yeah. agent? Or agent. Agent. She agent, she's an agent because they told her. And then, <laughs> like, Mark Wahlberg's just like, hey, guys, you want that? You like that? You think that's hot? Yeah, you just got to work hard. And then, like, just yeah, dress. <laughs> like what <laughs> and they're like yes yeah, so we do he's like you just gotta work you know you gotta be a doer yeah doer, you gotta be a, a doer don't be a donter don't 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 be a doer trying to be a donor don't don't do 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 Ew, <laughs> do, do. <laughs> be a do do i don't know i got lost with what you said thank you <laughs> You know, um, even his character was based off a, a um, Kev, what's, <laughs> this is why I just need to, like, have, like, the whole cast just, like. Ken John. Ken John. His character was based off a real TV personality, Tommy Wu. Tommy Wu! Yeah. Wait, Tommy Wu was his name in the movie. I was about to get really excited that I know who Tommy Wu is, but that was his name. No, it is Tommy Wu. Johnny Wu was his name in the movie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Then I think I do know who that is. Yeah, he did a lot of like um, seminars like that and had yeah. bikini models like yeah. in his seminars, and he's like famous for that. So I thought that was really Good funny. For him. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. No, Ken Jong was fun, and I actually I liked all the layers and like all the way that they the ways that they built all their characters. They were really well rounded. Yeah, I liked how all the characters were, like, introduced. I liked, like, mm-hmm. all of our little backstories. And it makes sense. Oh, my gosh. When The Rock had, like, found Christ and then, like, went to that church and then, like, oh the father gosh, was like, yes. mm, let me comfort there you. There was not a single just throwaway character in Mm-mm. this movie. Every character had a moment where you completely understood them. Every Every person they met. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was funny. Michael Bay actually shot this movie in between Transformers 2 and 3. Okay. And he was going to take time to make a movie that showed you the real 
Michael Bay that's like a character study that's not over budgeted that's oh, okay. not yada 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 I mean he still had his moments of like big car things where we had like those GoPro shots on the car crash and stuff yeah. and I was like we don't need that but, <laughs> but that's it's fine it, but I actually no I like I said I really liked the cinematography I, I felt like it worked mm-hmm. and all the the colors Oh, I love the colors. Like, give me, like, a grungy texture and, like, color, and I'm going to love your phone. And the way that phone. green kept popping up. Like, there are a lot of things that were lit green that wouldn't usually be green. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, greed. Like, money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or even get. gains. Gains. Gains? Like, you know, gaining, like, growing. Oh, like green, gaining Like, pain and gain. Like no, like, gains. Gain. Like, muscle. Oh, okay. But it's, like, growth. Green. I just joined a gym. I don't know what any <laughs> of it means. Because, like, green represents growth, too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Games. Um, But, yeah, he, like, said he wanted to do, like, a character study film. This is, like, what we got. I think it's totally successful. Me, too. I think he did it. It actually is a really good character study. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, and it was, this film was also possible because him, um, Mark Wahlberg, and The Rock didn't take a salary. On this film. Are you serious? Yeah. They like did, they just signed a thing where they would get. Like points? Well, money from the sales. Yes. I don't know. There's a term for it. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called points. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Well, now I know. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really cool of them. Yeah. I like that. I think that passion came through. They didn't cut any corners, which was nice. That's right. That's what I was, um... And I've never seen The Rock or Mark Wahlberg act better. I don't think. I believe... The Rock... That's why... Okay. People, like, make fun of me when I say I like The Rock as an actor. He's a great actor. Think Yes. And it's, like, films like these... Yeah. ...that make my point. Yeah. Like, he has a decent acting career. No, he's great. And he, I mean, he stole the movie for me. He and Marky Mark. I thought they were both great. Yeah, I, I mean, I believed everything they said. I completely believed their characters. To me, they weren't just playing... Because you know how some actors are like, they'll play the emotion, but they're not really playing a new character? Right. I felt like the two of them were playing new characters. Especially in a genre where they play characters like this all the time. All the time. These yeah. are very distinct. Yeah. I think... I mean, it's all about Danny's, like, blindness yeah. to his, like... Like, he didn't have to cheat the system. He could have. I, I don't understand that he had, like, a good job. He Well, apparently he was doing, like, a whole Medicare scam, too, in real life, which they kind of show briefly in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, with the... That he had gone to jail for, or he went yes, to court for. Yes, he went to court for it or something. Yeah, so he... Yeah, they touch on that. So he's been trying to cheat the system for a long time. But, like, I don't know where his money is going, but he's, I'm sure, making good money at the gym. Right, if you... Decent. Yeah, because, like, if you're a person... Well, maybe not... Yeah, I would say back then, because, like... Or, like, you have time for a second job. A lot of people work second jobs. That's true, second job. I was going to say, like, it was in the 90s to late 90s, like, when this took place, so maybe he wasn't making great money. I would say, like, nowadays, like, if he was a personal trainer nowadays, like, at the level that he, that they showed that he was, if you're working at a nice gym on a beach like that, Mm -hmm. you're going to have your clientele, which is where you're getting most of your money. Like, if you have high-end clientele, you're going to be paid high-end. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like even if he was making minimum wage, he didn't have student loans or anything from college. So 
you team. know, if you don't get involved, if you don't get in trouble with the law, keep yourself out of debt and you can make it. Exactly. But you have to yeah. like want something. You can't just want money. He wants that perfect body. And it's like, if you're spending yeah. all your time at the gym anyway, yeah, where is your money going? You're but just like, paying for like... If you really, if he was really like a stand-up person who wanted to do the American dream, he would have been working towards opening his own gym or Correct. something. You know, he would have had a goal in mind, not just money. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't. He wanted a that, lawn. Yeah, <laughs> a lawn. <laughs> I think that's like a good thing too to help people distinguish, you know... Like, for me, even, like, a test, like, okay, what is motivating you for in your American dream? Is it, like, a goal, like you said, a yeah. project that you're working towards? Or is it just Just the, the money, status the and status. the money. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that seemed like that's all he cared about. And he got it for a brief moment. Yeah, he didn't even really seem that much about, like, sex or girls either. I, no, he gave up his girlfriend. Yeah, just like that. Just, yeah. yeah, go fuck him. Yeah. Um, she was like, oogie. I mean, you won't go tell me <laughs> twice mean, if it was true, the yeah. rock. You won't go tell me twice. <laughs> uh, so th- these guys, <coughs> it's really funny. I had to look up like a real versus real. R-E-E-L oh versus R-E-A-L. Or like a history versus Hollywood. Inspired by inspired. this story, not based. Right, because I thought like a lot of these things could not have happened the way they happened. But Well, that's not the fake part though. Right. A lot of a lot of the stuff that you think would not happen actually happened in real life. Right. That's in this, the real in part. This story, which I think like also elevates the stories because it's like they're so ridiculous. Cause it's like we were Karen and I were watching it, and I was like, "It's almost like they were just hanging out with their high school buddies, like going around like doing pranks and stuff." Yeah. But they're trying to do like, like these like felony. I was crimes. like, I was honestly surprised when they started acting so violent because I, I thought like, you guys, I kind of like you up until this point. I didn't think you were actually going to be violent, and then they try to kill him, and it's like, oh my god, you guys are like cold-blooded killers masking as these like fun bodybuilders mm-hmm. no they're terrible yeah and like always trying to make themselves feel like the world is against them yeah and their justification for everything right is just like beyond me it, it's everything is someone else's fault the amount of times they tried to kidnap him <laughs> to kidnap victor crenshaw was ridiculous well that's not his real name no but they said it was protected the film, like, at the end credits, it, like, was, like, oh, pr- like, name protected to, like, protect the yeah. survivor. And I was, like, I just went online and did, like, two clicks and I found out their names. Yeah, but this way the movie can't get sued for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But, like, ugh, I know, because it's probably in the articles, too. True. Like, if you care enough, you're you going to go and, like, find Those Nancy Drews at Duke Drag Race, <laughs> they can They're going to find it for me. <gasps> that should be our business. We should just let... Oh, I guess that's, like, a pri- what a private, private eye. Private <laughs> Did you just invent private eyes? <laughs> I think so. That's what happens to me a lot. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I should make this a business. And then I'm like, wait, <laughs> that's okay. That's this career. <laughs> like, I have a great idea. A store where you can buy groceries. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> groceries. Amazing. A grocery store? <laughs> and a home goods section? What? I'm Target now. Target. <laughs> um, but I was, like, reading, like, you know when they, like, dressed up as ninjas and, like, yes. in the costumes? That was, like, a plan of theirs was to go to his house on Halloween and dress up as trick-or-treaters and snatch him there. 
Yeah. How does that make sense? It doesn't. And then, like, we, they were trying to kidnap him in the middle of the fucking day. I know. And I said, okay. Oh, my God. When they... Can we just talk about, like, blocking for a second? Because the scene where they try to kidnap him in the van... And he, like, bends down to tie his shoe and then, like, is behind the door and walks away. And, like, this whole time, they they completely lose him and he's just right in front of them the whole time. The way that scene was blocked was beautiful. That was, like, a gorgeous dance. Mm-hmm. That whole kidnap scene. So smooth. Yeah. So smooth. Yeah. Um, we laugh so hard. Mark Wahlberg has this line where he's like... It's okay. I've seen a lot of movies. I watch a lot of movies, Paul. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And uh, that's where I was like, that's why they're going in the middle of the day, because he must have seen it. I was like, I don't know what movie you saw that in, but... He... I mean, he says that, like, Michael Corleone and Rocky are his heroes, but I think he completely misses some of the points of those movies, but I don't know. I don't know what movies he's watching... Clearly, they're cheap heist films. Right. <laughs> like, when he even makes the little diagram for the plan that they try to snatch him at the house, like, everyone knows that you're not, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, even his friend does. I'm like, but, and it's like, why are you even, like, sitting here listening to him? Just, like, they his ego? trusted him, and, well, I guess, you know, The Rock didn't have any friends. Daniel was his first friend. Poor mm-hmm. guy. Oh, yeah, in real life, the guy that The Rock... Well, The Rock was actually the only person that was playing, like, three people at once. Mm-hmm. And... But the main guy that they, like, took inspiration from was, like, 180 pounds. Like, a thin little man. Oh, my God. Like, nothing like The Rock. Yeah. Was anyone like The Rock? No. No. They are <laughs> <laughs> um, But another thing that was actually true was one of the victims did die from an overdose of horse tranquilizers. <gasps> that was, like, how one of the victims died. And Better than getting run over by a car. Yep. I wonder. I didn't. I didn't see that. If that one was like how he actually, they actually like tried to like kill him. Yeah. So I don't know if that one was true. Any like fun litter or fun film technique things that you saw? Um. I don't know. I mean, aside from really liking the blocking. And the acting and the cinematography and the soundtrack. Oh my god, what a great early '90s soundtrack! Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I honestly, I really enjoyed all of it. I want Michael Bay to make more movies like this. Yeah, do more character studies, yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah, if he can find another story that you know gets him excited like like this one did, I would totally go see it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, would you, so would you say your favorite moment? What was your favorite moment of the film? Favorite moment? Um, I mean, I really, really liked the I've seen a lot of movies, Paul. I know what I'm doing line. Because <laughs> I could relate. <laughs> um, everything with The Rock. I, I really liked the moments between The Rock and Tony Shalhoub when Tony Shalhoub was like blindfolded for two weeks or something when they bonded a little bit and he called him El Dad and that whole all those scenes I really enjoyed I, I mean there really there were a lot of moments that I liked I liked Tony Shalhoub's whole monologue when he is first kidnapped and he realizes he kind of tells Danny that he realizes who he is and goes into that whole American dream monologue um the whole every time they tried to kidnap him was just hilarious. 
during the day? Why would they do it in the middle of the day? In the Miami sun. There's nowhere to hide. No, no, (laughs) ma'am. There is not. Yeah, I really liked... um, I was, like, really glad that Rebel Wilson was in this movie. Yes, oh my god, we didn't even talk about Rebel Wilson. She's so funny. She's one of my favorite characters in it. Just because, like, she... uh, I never get tired of her style of comedy. I don't know. I she knows how to bring yeah. it to each character, mm-hmm. but still make them like a little different. I loved. Oh my god! I, one of my favorite moments was when they're in the courtroom and she's on the stand and she's like, "I divorced him yesterday, so I can testify against him." Yes. <laughs> that was really. That was cool. And then when she's like, "And he tried to finger bang." Oh yeah. <laughs> legal. You're a whore. Um. Yeah, so I really liked that, and then I really also. Um, there was like a really funny like title in the movie line that f- killed me, and he like someone had just fallen in. Mark Wahlberg was like, "What are you doing on the ground when your muscles get hurt?" And remember, so that they can get stronger. That's pain and game, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah! I love it when they say the title. <laughs> oh, and every time they said, "I just got to get a pump," just cracked me up. Yeah, like it could be it, in the middle of. There was one. There was a dead body on the ground. Yeah, he had just killed like, someone. I, I gotta get a pump. <laughs> I was like, how much chemicals is like going through your body right now that you need to like? You must do a pump. And then like yeah. the rock was just like sitting there, like talking to him casually, like and like. Oh yeah, and then he was trying to like talk his way, like how are they gonna handle this? And he just kept pausing to go like, yeah, get it, get it, good job. Get it. <laughs> like we can't say they're not supportive of each other. Mm-mm. They're good friends. Yeah, and then do you think that they would have stayed um, undiscovered if they would have even tried to do the second job? Yeah, well, I think they would have been caught for sure because Tony Shalhoub was alive and he got the private eye at Harris, like, on his Mm -hmm. side. If he didn't have him, then no. Like, if it was up to the cops. Right. Well, it was even funny because, like, they even that since they did the second job that they almost got the case dismissed. There wasn't enough evidence because they couldn't find the bodies. Oh, they killed a couple. Oh my god, that's right because they disposed of them by like chopping them up and then the rock barbecued. <laughs> oh my gosh, when he was barbecuing outside, I almost lost it. Oh my god, I was like he, he this character has like gone insane. Like he has a too much internal yeah. turmoil and struggle that he is literally just doing. He's like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Well, he did it because like he said, it was getting really smoky in there. <laughs> and he the just, smell. And like, the smell. Oh. He had to take it outside. And I was like, well, it's true. I wouldn't know what burning flesh smells like. I mean, I doubt it smells good. It doesn't, but I wouldn't be like, mm, I should call the, I should oh, call Oh, like someone. if you were. Like if I was like a, a bystander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it probably just smells like meat. Maybe. Probably. I don't want to know, but I probably wouldn't think, oh, those must be severed hands on that barbecue. We'll have to do a science experiment. That rubber is up to some shady shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say we'll have to do a science experiment? Yeah, we'll have to do <laughs> an experiment. <laughs> I like snuck that in. I do not volunteer. I'll have to do it in here. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll do it in the courtyard. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll do it in the courtyard. <laughs> I'm like, what? It smells. And then, oh, and then we'll give it to our upstairs neighbor. Or we'll here. just use our upstairs neighbor's hands. Ooh, then yeah. they can't play their bass or their piano poorly anymore. No, ma'am, they cannot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, I think that like wraps it up. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, there's you can only analyze this movie 
so far. I mean, there's a lot of great things, like when like the titty, when the implants are like, oh my god, help to identify the first, them. Oh, the first time in that human. That makes sense because they have fake boobs, have serial numbers. It would give me a very like legally blonde esque like beauty industry, <laughs> like like. <laughs> Beauty solving crimes. Beauty, so- <laughs> how beauty helps solve crime. Yeah. Did you get a perm? Do you have fake boobs? We can. We Your got murder you. Can be solved. Your murder can be solved. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like dental records, but boob records. Titty archives. The titty archives. <laughs> the titty archives. <sighs> All right. Is there anything that you're looking forward to watching? Well, I was thinking, okay, because when we were watching this, it was reminding me of two movies that I have on, like, my recommendation list for this podcast eventually, Mm -hmm. and I don't know which one to pick, so I'm going to give it up to you. Okay, so it reminded me a lot, because maybe you've seen one of these, and then we'll do the other. It reminded me a little bit of Goodfellas. Okay. And a little bit of Burn After Reading. Have you seen either of those? I've heard of Goodfellow, Goodfellas, and I, I haven't seen either of them. Okay. Hmm. So, and I don't, I've never heard of Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading is a Coen Brothers film, and it's hilarious. Let me see if I've seen the poster. Okay. Brad Pitt and Francis McDermott, mm-hmm. is that the one? Mm-hmm, that's the one. Oh, I've heard about this. I remember this poster. Okay, yeah. Yes, I remember after, yes. Okay, you pick. Oh, I've definitely heard about this. I don't think I've seen it. Let's because, do this one. Okay, because this one reminded me of it because it takes place at a gym, and they're trying to con someone out of money. Okay. And they're really dumb. Okay, let's yeah, let's do this. Okay, one. we'll do burn after reading because it's on Netflix. Yay. Okay, so that's what I'm looking forward to watching. Is my next pick. What about you? Um, I really want. Celebrity Big Brother just got announced. Oh, we didn't talk about the most important thing that you and I have both been watching. (gasps) No, The Masked Singer! Oh my gosh. The best show of the year so far. Guys, we really need you to tell us what you think about this show. Because, like... Who's your favorite? Puppy, kitten, bumblebee, (laughs) alien. Monster. Monster. (laughs) Yes, tell us who your favorite is and, like, even who you think that they might be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really bad at guessing who they are. I am too. Well, because anytime they guess someone that I know, I'm like, there's no way they'd be on this show. Like, they have better things to do. And then they guess somebody that, like, is a little more obscure that I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably them. Well, the one bitch thought it was Lady Gaga. It's under, not Lady and I'm Gaga. Like, I'm Lady not. Gaga's not on this show. I was like, Lady Gaga doesn't have time to come on the dumbass mass Singer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm curious about the ones that come from Hollywood royalty. Yeah, me too. There's I'm kind two of them. Yeah, well, okay. Also, it's a little bit shady that Unicorn got moved on after her battle with the monster because I know, of mo- she had a sob story. Yeah, she had a sob story. I don't know. I think that was like. Rigged. And then who was it? Was it the what's the pink dog? What do they call her? Poodle. Poodle. Poodle had like basically the same exact sob story, mm-hmm. but didn't get moved on. I think it's because we've heard because Unicorn had the same story. Yeah, she. I agree, and like, like it was just a clear like, there was already a clear person in the bottom, mm-hmm. so it didn't really matter who was going right. in. So I don't think they tried to do any like rig it. Or, I'm just, I just think everything's rigged. So, but I don't it know. It shows it them happen. voting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I love it, and it's 
really it's fun because like I thought I fully expected to watch this show and like call it out on being the dumbest show I've ever seen but the costumes are amazing the looks are sickening yes oh my god and the songs that they pick are fun and it there's that added level of trying to figure out who it is and they give you like clues to try to figure it out and even the costume for them is a clue and it's actually a lot of fun Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, and it's like, there's like no money on the line. Like, what do they win? Oh. I think they just win a title, they? right? I don't yeah. think they win anything. Which is also so. why I like the show. It's like, okay, if we're going to like do this, at least like no one's like getting any. Like, exactly. it's not really like, it doesn't matter. Right. It just gives every these celebrities a chance to sing. Yeah. Like they said, fine. they get up and perform. They get another chance. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. Who was the, um... Pineapple Man. Pineapple was Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong is a comedy duo. They smoke a lot of pot. Oh. Yeah. I just looked him up right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Did they? Did Jenny McCartney guess this one right? She did. Like, she, she ended up going with thinking it was Cheech. Oh, okay. But then she also said, or Tommy Chong. And it ended up being him. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she totally got it. Good for her. Also kind of connected to Pain and Gain because she's married to, I want to say Donnie Wahlberg, who's Mark Wahlberg's brother. Let's... So bringing it full circle. Jenny McCarthy husband. She, yes... It's Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. So she's married to. Good job, Carolyn. Yay, you know why? Because my mom loves the whole Wahlberg family. I would too. <laughs> I do too. No, I, I love them too. My mom always makes sure that like I know who's married to who in Hollywood. I don't know why, but she's always. What's well, so it? They used to. They're like, what we used to do. They're like our. That, yeah. That was like royalty. a form of entertainment. Yeah. yeah it was so my mom like, will be like, and who are they married to? <laughs> Funny <laughs> oh, that's funny. You do good on a Jeopardy category. I would. I would. Celebrity couples. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. That's I mean, oh, I know what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Um, Dwayne, you have to all watch this. I'll probably be talking about it for a couple of episodes, but The Magicians on Sci-Fi. Are you watching the new season right now? I'm, no, it hasn't come out yet. Okay. But that's what I'm looking forward to. It's going to be right. bombastic. Like, I kid you not, I was watching this, I was watching it live last season and mm-hmm. I cried almost every week because that's how good the I TV was. I remember you watching it and you did. Like, I can vouch for that. I would come out into the living room and you'd be sitting there like almost in tears. Yeah. And you would always tell me like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It was just like such a good season. The payoff was like amazing. That did not stumble at all throughout the season. It was very smooth and it only got better and better and better. And even like when I thought it peaked, it would just better my expectations. But I think like a thing that they do is they use a lot of like elements from the last episode to just help build the story. They just build, they just like keep building the story so nicely. Good. Like they take their little like Jenga blocks of dialogue and like. (laughs) plot points and they just build a better and greater tower good 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 okay well that's it for us yeah this week 
Everyone. Let us know what you're watching. Yes, and get to the gym. Pump it up. Get those gains. <laughs> get those gains. Get those. Make that money. Hurt your muscles so they get harder. Yes. Follow your dreams. Believe in your dreams and no believe pain, in no you. Gain. No pain, no gain. I'm going to go work out now. I'm going to go to sleep now. I'm not going to work out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we Bye. will see you all next week.